30 and Nerdy Podcast is presented by Advertising Expressions. With so many ad specialties available, there is a huge opportunity for professionals like yourself to boost ROI and leave a lasting impression with your customers. Our mission is to help you create long-lasting relationships with your clients through the power of promotional products by getting your name in front of as many people as possible for as long as possible. We can help you today. Call Advertising Expressions, the place that the nerds use, at 423-586-3270. Ask for Zach and tell them the 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. What's up, nerds and nerdheads, and welcome back to another episode of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, the Duke of Nerds, the sweet tea of the nerdy south. The rock star of Riz. <laughs> oh, no. The captain of content. Actually, you know, I'm going to drop the captain of content because there is a certain podcaster out there, Mr. Ken M of ODPH. He's the captain of content. Oh, yeah. He owns that moniker. So we're going to drop that. But I do like the rock star of Riz. I'm going to work with that. And of course, joined by the co-host. He has his PhD in nerdology. He's freshly squeezed. The juicy one. Director Paco himself. <laughs> Deep Dr. cuts. Dr. Davis. What's up, Doc? Hey, yo. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm uh, a little sicky today. A little under the weather. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to keep trucking along. And, you know, Survivor Series just happened. Mm-hmm. Couple, you know, couple minor things went things. down at the Survivor Series. Uh, if you're things. a wrestling fan, you know, and that's really mm-hmm. what we're here to talk about today. But I'm excited because uh, things are like really hitting top notch, a, a peak, I think, yeah. with uh, the ra- the wrestling, the grappling. So I think it uh, is at a peak. But before we get to that, you were within Tech Week of your 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 theater show. Yeah, we open uh, as we are recording this a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a lot going excited. on. Some of us uh, have already planned at 5.30 on next Thursday. We are going to meet at Ruby Tuesdays to celebrate Carly's birthday. And then yeah. we're coming to opening night. Yay! Well, I hope that it goes well. And I shout out to Carly. Happy birthday. It's her birthday today, right now. So... As we speak. She's doing a wonderful job as our choreographer. Good. I'm excited to hear that. I can't wait to see it, man. Holidays. Holidays. How were your holidays? Your Thursday, your, oh, yeah. your Thanksgiving Thursday, your Black yeah. Friday, your Small Business Saturday, your Cyber Sunday, your Cyber Monday, your Giving Tuesday, your What Did I Eat Wednesday, if you celebrate all those days. How was it? Well, it was wonderful. I have been getting confused about whether it was Thanksgiving or Christmas lately it's becoming harder and harder to tell the difference agreed before thanksgiving people were already putting up their trees and putting on their christmas music and i already heard mariah carey about three or four times so y'all 
Let each thing have its moment, please. There is a time for everything. There is a season and there is a time for everything. Let yeah, those seasons happen. And it was Thanksgiving time, not oh, Christmas time. It was not. It's time to be thankful, to be with family. Uh, we had a very interesting Thanksgiving. <laughs> but a lot of, you know, I haven't really talked about it on this show, but dad recently had back surgery. Yeah. Uh, very similar to what Orton just had. He had a four vertebrae fusion. So basically that was the doctor saying, your father's back looks like he's a WWE wrestler, <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> it WWE probably wrestler. shouldn't look that way. <laughs> it should not look this way. So he had a four vertebrae fusion. Did really well. But a few days after the surgery had multiple TIAs, which are basically mini strokes. So then we spent the day before Thanksgiving, actually Tuesday into Wednesday in the ER. Yeah. Monday into Tuesday. All the days are going are together. But yes, we spent a couple of days in the ER getting tests. They found this place on his brain that signified he had had multiple strokes uh, from Saturday into Monday, basically. And now he is having to kind of, while it's healing and all that, he has to go slow and yeah. and and not just he won't just have back uh, rehab. He now has rehab for speech as well as his right hand. Yeah. So, just an interesting Thanksgiving, and uh, he's doing better had, though. Right? He is like doing better. Yeah. Yes. I talked to him yesterday. He is doing better. Uh, we actually had our. Uh, family dinner on Friday on Black Friday, and I saw you because yeah. sadly we have two friends that uh did not have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Our thoughts and and go out to our, our dear friends uh, Logan Roach. You all know as the Rev lost his father, and our friend Alder lost his grandfather. So just a, just and I think yeah. that um, I mentioned this on the Between Two Barrels podcast. It reminded me that. This time of year, we get so much in the hustle and bustle of the holidays. And I think we sometimes have to be reminded that, like, it's not a great time for everybody. Oh. Not everybody has it. And even the ones that doesn't happen instantly, like, you know, even though it's been two years, like, we were eating Thanksgiving dinner. This was the first actual Thanksgiving dinner we had since, that we reconvened since Madison's grandfather died. Everybody was there but him. Yeah. Now, last year, we skipped it hard. because it was so fresh. Well, this is the first one kind of reconvening. So, you know, it's it's not always the best time for some people. So just keep that in mind. You know, yeah. random acts of kindness. Send them a I love you text, a card, uh, make them dinner, bring them dinner, um, stuff like that. Just keep those people in your thoughts. The holidays get even more hectic because we are in the, really the heat of it. Uh, especially if you do work in the the distillery industry as I do in the area that I do it's 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 shopping season basically it's shopping season busy time busy busy time for sure good good point though and um definitely we're thinking of those people sending love to you and yours at this time studio 66 is going pretty well pick up sticks the website is almost completely finished, which I'm excited for. We, as of January, 30 and Nerdy will officially be under the Studio 66 banner. 
yeah, I think this is like our last this, and then we're going to do uh, tune in. Your big soon. finale. Yes. The Your big finale. redemption question mark of Batman and Robin. Yes. These are our last two episodes. And of the independent league. <laughs> what a run. <laughs> what a run it's been. Now we're going up to the, the double A's. <laughs> Still trucking along, still doing that stuff. We are very thankful for Tennessee Legend Distillery and Studio 66 uh, for wanting to include us uh, in their growth and in their uh, in this this time of building their own podcasts. Very excited, very excited, but I'm very excited to do this redemption. I am actually excited. I think I'm going to be very funny. Like, I picture this episode <laughs> being very funny, like... Because I, good yeah, I have a, uh, I think we have an opportunity to have a, a five star episode. In a little bit of downtime that I had, which is uh, rare at this point in the year, I went ahead and, and did a little pre watch of it, did a little you? preview. You know, I really didn't remember much about it. Yeah, as I say every time we watch a movie from our past, uh, <laughs> I think it's not going to be as difficult as as I imagined to redeem well not fully redeem but there's okay. going to be several redeeming qualities that we can talk about but yeah there's going to be a lot of funny stuff too okay. i'm anticipating that absolutely For sure but i totally forgot of... about the bat nipples yes yes bat nips yeah. uh speaking of episodes you just came off a fantastic episode with our dear friends johnny has the keys podcast where you guys discussed they live Starring yeah. one Rowdy Rowdy Piper. We sure did. That was, was good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, that was sort of the plan uh, was like, get with these two guys who are, in my opinion, they are like sci-fi and horror experts. Mm. Connoisseurs, Connoisseurs, for sure. And uh, said, I'm just going to turn them loose and let them go. And that's more or less what I did. And it was great. Yeah. So uh, check episode, that man. out. And if you haven't seen They Live, check that out. It's on The Peacock. Definitely an interesting movie, and I loved the conversations you all had about it when they questioned you. Did you think it was this? Did you think it was this? And did I'd you get never this thought from of it, it? And you're like, yeah. uh, no, I didn't think of that that way. But nope. I definitely agree with so many years later, you could do a series where, like, the war's been happening. Yeah. Like, you're there in the heat of the war, and it's, like, 40 years later, and they're still fighting. Or even just a total uh, reboot of it in the modern age with cell phones. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's sort of been done. I think black mirrors done something with phones and like everybody yeah. knows yeah. that connection with people just being so glued to mm -hmm. their phones. But I mean, that's exactly the point of that movie. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With the aliens behind it would just make it even better. It would. I think it's one that they definitely could touch. I think it'd be interesting. Our dear friends at Fanboy Expo have started announcing their 2024 oh slate. Yes. And this year is already, or the next upcoming year, I should say, is already shaping up to be just as good mm -hmm. as last year and potentially even better because we've still got several months to go until the show itself. The most recent of recent announcements were... The Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe, 
as well as today's big announcement, Ray yeah. Park himself. Ray Park. Toad, Darth Maul. Snake Eyes. Yeah. I am excited for that one. It'd be tough not to get a photo up with him of him like posed like Darth Maul. Like I've got Darth a autographed Darth Maul action figure from him and he wrote in all caps, feel the force or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a uh, cool guy. So pl- be on the lookout for that. Continue to keep up with them. If you are not following Fanboy Expo, what are you doing? They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They actually next year will have three different shows. They will have a toy gaming and anime show in March. Right. Fanboy Expo Knox in July. And they've already made some announcements for mm-hmm. that one as well. Voice actors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Especially this is the one you want to go to if you're into that anime world, because a lot of anime voice actors are going to be at the one in March. Definitely uh, for for those anime fans out there. And uh, they are returning to Orlando next year, but with a bit of a different location because they need more space. Right. Which is a great problem to have. Exactly what I was going to say. And we look forward to being a part of that again next year. Huge shout out to them. Thank you for for always thinking about us uh, and allowing us to be friends and and work with you all when those events happen. A big shout out to David and Joanna for always including us and being so awesome. I have heard through the grapevine that that a a how much longer will you be mod? Yes, that a certain promotion recently happened. For an already king, oh yes, of the Star Wars franchise, right, 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 and he is now making his way to God King of the Star Wars franchise, Mr. David Filoni. Yeah, made it up to the uh, top tier in Star Wars. He is basically the go-to guy, the last say, first say, first looks, last say, Alpha Omega everything in between of star Wars uh, Disney did recently just announced that he was going to be the head of, I guess, is it the Lucasfilm division or yes. just star Wars or what? I guarantee you the reason they took out the animated division is because he said, I'm bringing bad batch to live action since Mando's so successful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I bet he was like, come on, think about, about all those characters in the live action world, just Tamora Morrison playing all these different characters and especially when they're willing to do it and they're excited about it like you see all these star wars actors or or i seem to see where they go to these conventions or they do interviews and they the reaction they get from the fans it's such a great thing for them and and they all seem to be having fun and enjoying it um like you know you think about hayden christensen (laughs) there's that video that went around of him coming out at star Wars celebration. And like, Mm. he was so emotional and everything. I get it. So they're willing to come back and do it because they've got that much of a connection with the fans. Why would you not? Yeah. Why would you not? There's been so many of them who have said, I'm always ready. Yeah. Even down to Sam Jackson, he's always ready to prove that (laughs) Windu was alive. Well, entire time. (laughs) And I would love to see that, but let's be real. Sam Jackson's ready to, being anything yeah that's true that's very true but that's exciting news i i love the thought of of him of feloni getting more power 
So we he's basically the Feige of Star Wars. And there's very few things that come up on the internet that are like trending or whatever, where it's like unanimously a positive reaction. Mm-hmm. This was one of those things. So we're in good hands. The future of Star Wars, I think, mm-hmm. is safe. People seem to love Dave Filoni more than uh, George Lucas, who yeah. really it is the godfather of this whole thing. So it uh, seems well, that way. The father. So yeah, yeah. It seems uh, also that uh, they might want to find a, a someone like a Filoni for Feige to have, because I think Feige's. I thought Feige was that guy. He is, but I think he's got too many irons in the fire. Yeah. I think, I think he, needs... he has taken a a, a back seat uh, yeah. in the past few years. Seems to be well. I know that they are cutting some things and changing some things and yeah. rearranging some things too, because things that have worked, things have not worked. Um, however, there is talks of a season two for both Moon Knight and She Hulk. Okay. I'm going to have to say I would prefer the season two of Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take them both. Again, I I laughed at She-Hulk and and didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. But I just, I would rather have a season three of Loki than a season two of either of those. Oh, but Loki ended so perfectly. That's the thing is, even though it ended perfectly, I would still rather than season three of Loki than season two of either of those. Because I didn't dislike them, but I think they told their aspects, and now you can just include them in the movies. We don't really need shows. I agree. Um, But yeah, uh, with that being said, the writers and directors of all of the Kang Dynasty and the Secret Wars have been replaced. And front yeah. runner to write it is the Loki writer. I'm wondering if they're scrapping all the Kang. big ideas with Kang. I have heard again, this is all just speculation. I don't read a lot of the dirt sheets because a very high percentage of them are just clickbait gossip mongering. Yes. yes. Um, but there seems to be a um an agreeance that if he is going to be a problem moving forward, scrapping it and bring doom into the picture, God yeah. doom, yeah. basically. And I, apparently, uh, Mads Mikkelsen is a, a front runner to play doom. I personally think that <sighs> Jason Isaacs would be a good one, even though he's 50 something years old. Well, haven't they just said that Pedro Pascal was going to be Reed Richards? Allegedly. But I love Pedro he's, Pascal, col- he's collecting franchises like about that, like Infinity Stones, my man. I know he's and wonderful. They're all, he's wonderful. He's he's great as Joel. He's great as the Mandalorian. He's great. He was okay in Wonder Woman two, even though it was a terrible script. Yeah. Um, but he's collecting nerd franchises like like Thanos and the Infinity Rings, and uh, I'm kind of like I would at this point. I just would have rather seen Krasinski announced i would too i I would too what was wrong with him i love pedro pascal same he's great 
but I just don't, I don't see this one. And the fans really wanted John Krasinski and we mm-hmm. got that little snippet of him and he was great. Like what was wrong with that? I don't know. Well, allegedly uh, Eddie from stranger things is a front runner for Johnny storm. I like that casting, but isn't that guy like almost 40? Oh, Lord, I don't know. Is he? Oh, he's, he's a lot older than he plays on the show. I knew he was in an episode of Game of Thrones, and he looked pretty young. So yeah, so I don't know. Okay, maybe uh, forty is an exaggeration. But he's definitely, <laughs> but he's definitely a lot close older. to our age. He's probably closer to yeah. our age. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, uh, and again, until the official word comes out from Marvel Studios on all this casting and storyline rumor, take it for what it is. Rumor. It's all speculation and. Rumor and innuendo at this point. So just enjoy the ride, and when they officially announce it, then we'll take it for law. Don't just lean into the fact that, like, well, and even though I very, I, I love new rock stars, I love the guy. He's great. Mm-hmm. If they make the announcement, don't just automatically assume yeah. that it's fact until Marvel Studios says it. That's all on that. Now they have been known to break news before, mm-hmm. though. Like the they first have been break, known. accurate they news. Have been known. Yes, they have some accurate stuff under their wings. But until that certified Marvel Studios banner says, "Here it is," I'm yeah, just going to go with it. Or the person themselves, because they could, they could switch it all up anyways, and like this could all be like strategic leaks. Yeah, that they're giving out to sway everybody, and then all of a sudden, like, nope. You were wrong. Here's the actual cast. Um, So before we take a commercial break, I have a a nerd word. It's not really a nerd word, but I think it should be discussed. Okay. It is an ancient, ancient Celtic word. Herkle Durkle. (laughs) Wow. We've really gotten ourselves into a Herkle Durkle with this one, boys. Actually, it's not what you think it is. Okay. Herkle-durkle is the act of laying in bed past the time that you should get up. Oh. Happiness <laughs> is herkle-durkling. That's true. That is true. I am very guilty of herkle-durkling. Hitting snooze yeah. on that alarm. Yeah. One time, two time, three time, four. <laughs> I have gotten better about it, actually. Like, I think it's because I'm so anxious about oversleeping that I'm pretty much up right away. Before I got married and before Maddie moved in, I was up at 6 a.m. every morning doing crunchies. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. That's why I looked so good before the wedding and lost all that weight. Just from crunches? Crunches and drinking water as opposed to sugar yeah well, that's, that's how i you. lost all that stuff so quick then i got married and comfortable yeah and she cooks almost every meal to where before i got married i'd just be like i need to put something on my stomach i'll just drink some broth that'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> that was my dinner sometimes be like ah, i need to eat something uh i'll just throw some broth and cayenne in a cup and heat it up and That'll be my uh, protein. That'll be you gotta fun. love the bachelor life. Yeah. So I was like, why am I gaining all this weight back? And she'd go, because you're eating. Yeah. What's with that? Stop. Stop feeding me. What are you, what are you trying to do to me? Huh? What are you trying to do to me? Fatten me up? 
for the sacrifice. But I am very happy, happy, so I am not complaining, darling. I promise. But yes, Herkle Durkle, that is the word. Laying in bed past the time of you having to get up. An ancient Gaelic word. Enjoy that. And now you know. Use it in your daily life. I guarantee you some of Mr. D's students are very guilty of Herkle Durkling. Especially today when school gets canceled. (laughs) Because there's a power outage, so enjoy. (laughs) That's one of your snow days. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Well, we are going to take a, a quick break, step away. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the wrestling world and the grappling. Just, just a few small things that have happened recently. Our truth. Our truth. Our truth's big Our return, truth. baby. Sorry, I didn't mean to bury the lead there. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is all that and more when 30 and Nerdy Podcast returns. 30 and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Tennessee Legend Distillery, where legends are made. Here, we won't herd you like a bunch of old cattle, leaving you feeling dazed and crazed and in a smoky haze. Here, we aren't just another moonshine sip and stop in the volunteer state. We are much more. At Tennessee Legend Distillery, we will show you that billboards don't make you a legend. And here, you aren't just another sale and a printed receipt. Here, you are the legend. Come be a part of the legend by visiting one of our four locations located across the state of Tennessee. Whether you're visiting the small local town of Cookville, boot scooting in the music city of Nashville, or relaxing in the beautiful Smoky Mountains of Cerebral, Tennessee Legend Distillery will have you saying, make mine a legend, no matter what you sip on. Stop in and try any of our multi-award winning spirits like our King Snake Bourbon Whiskey, our 120 proof White Corn Hammershine, or our number one seller, our Salted Caramel Whiskey. Not only will you become a part of the legend, but you will also become part of our secret creed of spirits. That's right, Tennessee Legend Distillery is the only place you'll be able to find the exclusive Assassin's Creed Spirit Collection. We have the AC-15 four-year-old bourbon whiskey celebrating 15 years of Altair, Ezio, and all of the other Assassin's Creed characters. Next up, we have our Valhalla Vodka, a smooth, 80-proof, tasteless spirit that will keep you going on any cold or hot Midgard night. Last, but certainly not least, take to the high seas with our brand new Black Flag Spiced Rum, a spirit that would make Edward Kenway join our crew. These legendary exclusive spirits can only be found here, with more on the way. Brought to you by Ubisoft, Anthem Spirits, and Tennessee Legend Distillery. For more information, check out our TennesseeLegend.com or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Live in another state? No worries. Go to kegandbottle.com. That's K-E-G-N-B-O-T-T-L-E, kegandbottle.com, and search Tennessee Legend Distillery. They'll deliver it right to your door. Mention 30 and Nerdy Podcasts while checking out in any one of our locations across Tennessee and receive a free shot glass. What are you waiting for? Come walk among legends at Tennessee Legend Distillery. Cheers to you, nerds. What's up, guys? 
This is Logan, better known as the Rev of Rents on yours truly, 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Exciting news coming to you because your boy now owns a business. And that business is Shane's Rib Shack in Georgia, McDonough, Highway 81. And we've got some delicious food. We've got ribs. we got wings. We've got tendies. We've got boneless. We've got everything that you want. You like burgers? we got that too. And I would be very appreciative if you showed me the love that you showed me here, right here, at 30 Nerdy Podcast, and go and find me in Georgia and eat some of that Shane Shack food. And if you do, always tell them that 30 and Nerdy sent you. And I promise, my word right here, you mention 30 and Nerdy, you get the free sweet tea. That's on me. And that's a promise because the reverence never breaks the promise. Rolling out, no worries, no cares. When the car came out of nowhere, call five four six one 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 one. Boom! Turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now. Call OEP Law. What's up, nerds? This is Rich from the Three Fat Nerds Podcast, and you're listening to our Council of Nerds Brethren, the Thirty and Nerdy Podcast. Of course, when you're done with this awesome podcast, you can check out the Three Fat Nerd Podcast wherever you get great podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. And if you want all your information about what we do over there, you can visit 8122productions.com. Now let's get back to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes. We are into the world of wrestling, the world wrestling entertainment world. Juice, this past weekend, one of the big four, one of our favorites. Uh, sadly, this year, we did not get to witness it together. No. Rumble's coming is, up, though. We'll fix uh, yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Tradition. Matter of fact, I think Rumble needs to be watched in Locust Grove this year and an overnight since it's on Saturday now. I think so. I think I love Saturday papers. <laughs> just have to make that happen. Okay, Kyle. Thank you. No, that's I'm down. Can I bring my big whiteboard? Yes. To write down all of the Our picks. Entrance and picks like yeah. I, I've done in the past. Okay. Absolutely. It's good to be organized. Sure. 
I'm the man for that. <laughs> he loves his his charts and graphs. I love lifts, lists. I love it. <laughs> yes, he does. This past weekend was Survivor Series, a great Survivor Series. I gave excellent. it an A. An excellent. excellent stories going on in the ring. Excellent matches from the yeah. talent. Even the the thrown together match just a day before that happened. Which one was thrown together? With Dragon Dragon Lee. And because initially he was supposed to fight Carlito at at uh war games. Right. But he got hurt. So they just threw Dragon Lee into the match for a revenge angle. Uh, and it was okay. great. Yeah, it was. I did see the match. I didn't know it was I wasn't paying attention to the story behind it. It was great. Uh, the way that they're building him as a heel, I thoroughly enjoy. I, I, do, I do think he works better as a heel. Uh, and yeah. I think we're going to see some some warfare between LWO and uh, his old his old tag team, his old group of people that used to run with him. Phantasma. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll see some Phantasma and L, LWO fight. But before we get to that, let's get to what kicked it off, the women's war games match quality match Shotzi showed out she did um she showed that she's a she's a she's at a new level she's at this this level with the other girls yeah i think she's submitting herself as like a top of the card uh superstar Mm -hmm. i uh am still not really a big fan of Shotzi i don't ever really love the crazy gimmick you know like the nikki cross and the shotzi yeah. and the you know whoever else is like that i'm that's not when my they favorite. did aj lee that way aj yeah trish stratus had an angle mickey james mickey had james. an angle i mean you know it's not for me but match wise though yeah definitely she quality was match and of course the story going on the big story going on in it the reunion of charlotte and becky and becky yeah. Because they actually had a real life falling out for a while. Yeah. I guess because of frustrations and they had to trade belts and stuff. And I think there was probably like some professional jealousy going on and, and you know, who knows what else behind the scenes. None mm-hmm. of us were there. They're the only ones who really know. Yes. Um, but it's good to see that things have sort of worked out. Yeah. You know, but it made some good TV during that time, though. They had a couple of matches that were definitely, you know, people were looking forward to the new. <laughs> The real life heat was there, so love yes. both of them. Uh, and and piggybacking off of that, later on when we talk about the men's, we will talk about apparently some real life heat oh. that is happening. Yeah. But remind me when we get to it that I have a an opinion on some of this stuff on this real okay. life heat thing. Okay. So the match was absolutely fantastic. I love the fact that moving forward. I'm imagining that since Dakota Kai is doing this whole, like, can talk to them, like, understand, I think Dakota and the other ladies are about to boot Bailey. Yeah. Because Bailey's do it. There's this feeling of, like, she just doesn't fit in. She's like, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. I I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm kind of scared. Well, I'm wondering if we'll get a uh, reunion of the four horsewomen all as baby faces. I know Sasha's done long, long time. And I know that Sasha is not really around anymore, but I think she's injured or something. So, um, and I don't know what her deal is with new Japan or ring of honor, whatever it is that she's doing. But I think this past weekend proves that there's, 
there's a passage way back for just about anybody. No kidding. So I could see them doing something where all the damage control girls turn on Bailey. Bailey goes baby, even though she's an excellent heel. We got a lot of those now. And uh, she used to be a super baby face. So maybe we'll get a new version of baby, baby face, face Bailey. Bailey. My name's Bailey, not baby face. <laughs> I like that idea. I like the uh, the idea, especially because it would bring Sasha back. Yeah. And that, I am always for something that w- would bring Sasha back into the fold. <laughs> I love the boss. Uh, plus, you could easily go with, I mean, or you could still also go with the, the fact that Bianca turns on Charlotte soon. And that brings in Cargill. Oh, I've given join, up on that. To join the what Bobby and all of them are doing. Oh, well, you know, if they don't get Sasha back, Jade could be a fourth member of that group. The horsewomen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'd know. be really cool. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. I would imagine Sasha still needs a little more time to do her thing away from WWE. Yes. Uh, but, but I do see her coming home. And back to your point about Bianca, I've given up on the heel, the heel Bianca turn. thing. I've just sort of, ex- even though it would be, it would be money, you know, yeah, it'd be it would. cash money. But I think that it, she's sort of like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but she's like the female Cena superstar. Like she's going to be the constant the hero, the baby face, the rise above, never give up kind of thing. We know where we got to the point with him. I know. And I I would hate to think that we'd feel that way about a hometown girl. Well, I'm hoping that it'll be different this time with, you know, different management Mm. uh, as we've seen. It's working out pretty good. Yes. Um, But, you know, Bianca is not, the main event every month. She's not winning every match. She's not constantly the champion. She's not down so our throat. I think it's it's not as bad. That's true. That's true. But the baby faces took this victory. It was a massive hug it out with Becky and Charlotte. And uh, as they said in their uh, post-show uh, press interview, scrum. press conference, that uh, they're courting each other. They're dating again. Yeah. Let's, let's – uh, Let's slow down before we start talking tag champ runs. However, I could see that happening because the tag championship belts for the women, uh, it's Piper and Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, You know, I don't dislike Chelsea, but it's just there's not really much prestige to those tag titles right now. No. Moving on, we have the match that I said was kind of thrown together. It wasn't thrown together. It was probably rehearsed well, and, you know, Carlito can't fight, so this is the angle we're going to have to take. It wasn't like that morning, hey, Dragon Lee, you're now going to have to fight him. Uh, But Escobar, God, what a future star. I'm telling you, bro, this guy has the talk. He has the walk. He has the build. He has the in-ring charisma. He has the way to tell a story in the ring. That is a future champion right now. I and nothing against Dragon Lee. Agree. Dragon Lee's a fantastic lucha, luchador. But these two put on a hell of a match in yeah. such a short time. And Carlito would have been great with Escobar too. But, man, this young talent that just walked out there and said, we're part of the card too. Watch this. Just watch this. 
I was like, God, this is an exciting match. And the stuff that they can continue to do with this LWO and Phantasma storyline stuff, it's going to be some quality stuff. And I think that we are, I'm pretty sure that Ray said his number was 50, which he's 48 now. Yeah. This has the ability to take up a good chunk in storytelling for Ray before he gets injured again or, you know, takes some, a little time off. That's his 11th surgery in his knee. Yeah, pretty much. And Gunter. Yes. I, I'm going to be honest, man. I thought this was where they were going to drop it. No. He broke, he broke the record. He's got that. He has been one of the greatest and the longest running intercontinental champion ever. And I've not disliked one thing Gunther's done, whether it's a quick match, whether it's a long match. He has done something to the IC title that no one since Miz has done. Mm-hmm. The longevity, the constantly defending it, the, all that stuff. So I thought that like they're going to drop it to Miz because Miz can continue to be a quality IC champion and let Gunther start fighting for heavyweight stuff. But then just, after the loss, I started thinking, maybe let him carry both. Let him be, think- be the guy to take it off Seth and carry both heavyweight and IC. I don't really think that's going to happen. Not for another couple of years anyway. I think there's just too many irons in the fire now with main the eventers. big stars and the main eventers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I never at all thought that Miz was going to win. I just feel like that even though it's working, having him as a baby face, which is rare, but like so rare. He, he can do anything. Like Triple yeah. H was saying that at, at the press scrum, like you were saying. Uh Triple H took a minute to give Miz his flowers, which he deserves. I've always been a fan of the Miz. Yeah. Uh, he's just longer than I have. It took me excellent. a while for him to. But he can do anything. Me. I mean, he's yeah. just proven over the years that, that he can do anything. But I just didn't think that the payoff would be enough. So after who does? all this time. Do you know. think, do you see anybody that you, you know, is on your radar to dethrone Gunther? bad guy or good guy does it have does it have to be a hero storyline or can it be a bigger villain takes him down i think it would have to be a hero uh unless they change gunter yeah because but the thing is he's not as much of a heel gunter's not is a bad guy he's a intern heel and baby face but he's not a villain he's just going out there he knows he's good He's defeating these people, bringing legitimacy to this title, and just doing his job. We've always used terms like monster heel or monster. and and or heel, the one who like runs away like the Miz. Yes. Or, you know, the sneaky, whatever kind of heel. He's neither of those. He's just like, I'm here to do my business and mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat everybody. And nobody can step up to me, and I'm trying to bring legitimacy and prestige to this business and to this mm-hmm. title. And I, I don't care who I have to that. step on and what I have to say and do to get there. Absolutely. So he's kind of carving his own heel type. Yeah. Which is which is fun. It's it's been fun to watch. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who dethrones him at this point. Now I don't see it happening till after Mania, or maybe at Mania, or maybe at Mania. Who Just depends on who. Be. And I feel like it'll be a thing to where when it starts building, you'll go, okay, they're setting this person up to be the one. Yeah. This I thought it would be Chad Gable with the the cool little storyline they were doing with him. Like, 
because I was like, I wouldn't mind seeing Chad. They because really did a they, good job with that. Like, I did. thought it was going to happen. They did. But I so think I, when it does happen, it won't be so obvious. Yeah, I am very excited to see what Gunther brings. Fantastic in the ring. Uh, and he is proof that you don't need to have 20, 25-minute matches to be a quality champion. Nope. Love it. Love the nope. stuff. Uh, moving forward. Rhea Ripley and Zoe Stark. Not a bad match. Zoe Stark has still got some time that she needs to marinate, but I think she also proved she can be. Rhea's another one like, who's going to dethrone her? Jade? I mean, no one is as big of a star right now, I wouldn't think, as Rhea. Mommy Mania could go for 12 years and I wouldn't care. Yeah. I said that years ago before she was Mommy. When she was wearing the Prince Vegeta versus Charlotte, that could literally be someone you put the title on, and I wouldn't give two craps about how because I love Rhea Ripley. You should also, if if you're listening to this and and you're just kind of coming into it, you should go back to the beginning and watch the evolution of Rhea Ripley in the time that she has been here since the since the first May Young Classic. I remember her debut in the Little May Young Classic, blonde, the long Aussie. blonde hair, yeah. Aussie Rhea, but I thoroughly enjoyed her homages. Her Joker homage with the lipstick, the looked like HBK homage with the chaps, the wild hair. Like she just, she always brings a style and a, it's not class that I'm trying to say. She is a classy person. Like she holds it really well. She's not a, um, a disrespectful wrestler. But she brings a just a presence, no matter how what version of Rhea you're getting. I love Rhea Ripley. I am I, a fan. I hope they let her cement a legacy that'll take a while for a woman to beat with that heavyweight. To where now someone can say, like, she was the first. Yes, but um she also held it for 380 days. So good luck once you do dethrone her. I love these long title reigns that we're getting. I love it. It's like the old days. I hated when it was switch every pay-per-view. I hated that stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like longevity brings meaning. Yes, meaning. Because we talk about payoff. Because when that payoff does happen, we're going to say, oh, my God, it took almost three years, but someone finally dethroned. Roman Reigns. Or the agony of defeat like Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania uh, this past year. And everyone was so Madison is still you know, pissed upset off about, about it. But but, but but then the payoff when it does happen. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be even better. Cause I mean, I don't think you have to have a degree in this to, to realize that I think that we're looking at Cody Roman too. I would think so, but it's gonna be interesting what happens now with the new dynamic. The new dynamic. Speaking of that, let's get to it. The men's war games match. Cody Honestly, Rhodes. Man, I went into it thinking Judgment Day was taking this. I had no predictions. Like I didn't even think about predictions with this one. I was just, you know, watching for the the carnage of the the war games. Um, so I didn't even think about that except for like. You know, Gunter and Miz, I thought I was pretty sure on that one. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, whatever, because I'm loving the Judgment Day right now. 
it's you know what's really great is in previous times when we've talked about wrestling on here within the past three or, or so years we've talked before about how like there's no stars we don't have stars like we have to wait for john cena to come back or we have to wait for so-and-so to come back and you've talked about this a lot too we have lots of stars now yeah like now we've got we've got roman reigns we've got Sami Zayn, who two years ago was having a you know, oh, the, the, a prop the, match with yeah. Johnny Knoxville. And, yeah. you know, like, I, I didn't mind it so much. I think that was okay. It's fun. But, like, I never would have thought that he would be in the place that he's at now. Not Absolutely. that he wasn't a serious wrestler before. I know that. But I just didn't see it in the cards for him. And now here he is. And we've got Cody. And we've got Jey Uso. And we've got, you know, all, all, all of these guys. All the Judgment Day guys. Yeah, they're stars. No matter whether they're good or bad, we now have multiple stars you can work with. And therefore, you care and you want to see what happens. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just – I love wrestling. Wrestling is great. It's great right now to be a wrestling fan. So, yeah, we had Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, and a, another return of Survivor Series. Our truth Yes, our truth. Our uh, truth did return in a, in a commercial segment. I thought it was brilliant the way they did it. I know that there are going to be a lot of like uh, what some online people call AEW marks or stands that are going to bash that segment because it's silly and goofy. But how else would you what? bring the back? AEW fans are going to say that the R truth thing was silly? Oh, yeah. They're, they're already online. I mean, I, and like I said, I, I don't engage with that kind of stuff online because i'm like dude when so, both companies are doing great wrestling's doing great like, so they can't they prefer you, the guy who sticks his hands in his pockets when he wrestles pretty much yeah Come that on. stuff's fine um but what other segment would you bring someone like our truth back in you're not going to bring him back in some serious match it's our truth there's a place for our truth and the silly stuff there's a place for that and but there's also a place for matches because yeah. okay quick can still go yes he can um he can. looked great looked like he was happy to be back looked like everybody was happy to have him back too um but yes not that return the three uh, most dangerous letters in world wrestling entertainment history R K O, and he Am- has taken the time in his year and a half absence to get jacked beyond belief. Holy cow. When he came out, I was like, Oh my God, Randy. Yeah. Speaking of juice, looks like he's been on the juice. You've been chasing gains. My friend looked great. You could see it in his eyes. Happy to be back. Oh yeah. A year and a half. It's been, has it felt like a year and a half dude? Because no. we were at his birthday celebration. Yep. That was in, in Knoxville. Knoxville. Yeah. So and that was right before he left. Yeah. Like before he left, the judgment day wasn't even a really a thing. It was just Edge and Edge and Rhea at the time. If that. I can't remember how it all started. But yeah, it was good to have him back. It was exciting to hear that and music. That RKO. Again. That's like something out of the video game, dude. Yeah. Uh 
Dominic really sells an RKO well. He lands flat on the face. Arms are out. You know, some and I gotta give my, I gotta give him his flowers too. Like since he's went heel, Dom has. Oh yeah, another star has become a star. Yep. Because like when he was face and tagging with Ray, I was like, I don't care a thing about his kid. Yeah. I just do not care. But good lord, he has ran with this villain thing, this Judgment Day thing, and he's a star. Like Definitely. if you can have, if you're just sitting in the cage waiting your turn and everyone starts chanting Dominic sucks just by you standing there in the cage and booing you in the short time that you've been a heel. Like you've got it. Yep. You have taken that's, it. You have them right there. You're not even doing anything. You're standing there. That's what you want. That's what you want as a bad guy. And you know, he's just like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. And you know, behind the behind the curtain, behind the scenes, all that Ray's probably like, "Damn, he's doing it." Yeah, probably very proud. I'd be a proud papa. I still want to see that that big match between the two of them. I think we did get one at the WrestleMania this yeah. past year, didn't we? But it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't that great. Yeah. It wasn't as good as it could be. It wasn't some 25, 30 minute match like it could be. Yeah, he maybe like, Dominic's he just like not spanked ready. his butt and pulled out the belt and the sister yeah. hit him and that's right. Typical more Vince McMahon style storytelling. Sure. It was this was an exciting, fun match, too. You had a lot of great high flying moments with the people like Seth and Jay and Finn. You had a lot of great grounding moments like Drew going head to head with like Cody. This angle they're doing with Drew, this kind of driving him back to the Scottish psychopath heel, I thought it was time. I definitely think it was time. He was pretty good as a face, but, you know, and sadly, I think that he suffered from all of his great stuff happened during a pandemic. And that's yeah. not his fault. That's not, that's, the, it's not WWE's fault. It sucks. He didn't have an audience to sway. And that's the story, though. You know, it yeah. works out. It does. It works That's out. That's what makes him such a butthole right now. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have a crowd. Yeah. And he'd be like, when I was the blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with all these stories. I'm excited to see if Randy does include Jay, even though on Monday Night Raw, he said every member of the bloodline. He did just chag with Jay, and Jay kind of saved him at one point. He's like, okay, kid, we're good for now. But I definitely think there's an RKO coming Jay's way. But also someone who is freaking over, Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay has main taken event, this whole Jay thing Uso. and become main event Jay Uso. Stars, man. They've just, Triple H is doing it right. Thank God for trips. Babyface is one. And in brilliant fashion. And apparently Triple H, like, near the end of the match, like, sat down and took over Gorilla for, like, he the last 10 minutes. He did it all yeah. himself. Because he knows how to deliver that moment. The logo is going off, is going up. Baby faces are celebrating. They're waving. Michael Cole's talking like, it's electric. Oh, my God, this place is electric. The, the, they put the closing logo up. And you know in those few seconds what I said to myself? I said, you know what? It's okay. 
this was still a quality a a pay-per-view <laughs> we didn't we didn't need him we didn't need him to come back tonight in chicago we didn't need him to and then the music kicks on and goes like you know what ignore everything i just told myself this is the greatest thing i just got hyped again and it was like never mind what i just said Here's, <laughs> i started freaking out and see madison follows uh goth baby and rebby okay yeah i remember that she's remember a big fan that. of rebby and goth baby so through rebby's tiktok she learned about cm punk mm-hmm because of how Rebby and Matt subtly on their TikToks make smart ass remarks about punk. So she was like, I said, wow, this is this is the guy that some people don't like. I said a lot of people. A lot of people. I said he's he's like the other side of John Cena. You love him or you hate him, but God, he delivers. And she's like, oh, uh, she, she was like, so this is a big deal. And I said, it's been almost 10 years. Yeah, since right at it. Him. And the his, upcoming Royal Rumble will be 10 years since he was. Everyone's words were a cold day in hell. Yeah. Well, it was freezing on Saturday night because the cult of personality, the best in the world, the leader of the straight edge society returned to WWE. He came home. He's not here to make friends. He's here to make money. So CM Punk and back he in will. The WWE, he will, he will absolutely make money. Did, if, so when when he walked out, that was the first you saw it, like the surprise. Yeah, it was ruined on the internet for me. Was it? Yeah, because you were, you weren't watching it in the middle of it. No, uh, no, we were watching live. I got back from the game, and she already from the Tennessee game, and she already had it on, and it was mid uh, women's uh, women's war games. So yeah, we watched it live and I was like, this is I I don't think some people who who haven't followed this whole thing or or been fans can even put into words to explain to you how big of a deal this is. Huge. Uh biggest headline. I mean, what's been bigger? The Rock earlier this year was a big deal, obviously, because it's The Rock and he sure. has a far, far more uh reach than CM Punk. Mm-hmm. But other than that. Biggest headline in multiple years, right? Yeah. Probably the biggest headline in social media in years. Yeah, CM Punk said, returns uh, to the WWE. As of this past Monday, it was like seventy-seven million views or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and to be in Chicago, his hometown, they love him already. The reaction, it wouldn't have been the same anywhere else. No, no. So sometimes the stars align and things work out just right, and you get that excellent moment that will live in history of CM Punk. That music hitting, him walking out, and then the guy grabbing him like he's hugging the fans, and that guy screaming in the camera, Chicago, Chicago. Everyone just unruly and crazy. Wow. The, imagine And he looked the feeling. healthier and yeah, more spry did. and better than when he came back to AEW. He went with the white T-shirt of all things, just jeans and a white T-shirt. A white T-shirt. He looked. He looked great. Um, he looked happy. Did you see his segment on Raw? I did. Yeah. yeah. I wonder who kissed him on the mouth. I don't know. 
He said, there were hugs and kisses, which you don't see behind the camera. People are happy that I'm back. Someone even kissed me on the mouth. Mm. I wonder who that was. And then even shoeless bro Jackson, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Oh, you think I'm hard to work with? Good luck. Shut up, Matt. Shut up. So, yeah, same punk back in WWE. What do you think? So, I think it's great. You know, like, I'm, I like CM Punk. I'm a fan of CM Punk. I didn't like his exit uh, 10 years ago, and I didn't like the constant chanting of his name when nothing was going to come of it at that time. You know, so I kind of rolled my eyes about the whole CM Punk thing for a long time, but I'm, I'm glad that he's back in the fold. I, I don't watch AEW, but I sort of knew what was going on a little bit with him over there, other than, of course, the big fight that he had. I think it's great. Like, anything that CM Punk does is going to draw attention. People are going to talk about it. There's going to be a buzz. And they're already really trying to set up, you know, or drop hints anyway to something with him and Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. which is something you wanted to talk about. Yes, uh, the apparent very live action heat disdain that seth rollins has for cm punk so when cm punk was last in wwe the angles that cm punk was doing that would include rollins at the time was shield ryback Heyman, that stuff yeah that's before his exit so, like, did this disdain for him happen because of the because of the he left? I don't know. Because like it, the way Rollins talks is he's does not like him, and the way he acted when the cameras went off, the yelling, the cussing, the flipping him off, the having to be held back by Corey and Michael Cole and all them, it's like. But we discussed it a little bit in our Council of Nerds discussion board, and Metalcore Nerds made a valid point in, like, this, it doesn't matter. Is it real? Is it fake? This is what it used to feel like. Yes. You don't know. You don't know how much is real, how much is not. They maybe have sat down and had a heart-to-heart. Right. But just like, and that's the other that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. If Edge and Matt Hardy at that time could work a program together after Edge was screwing Matt Hardy's girlfriend. Yeah, anything's possible. You get anyone to work together. Especially when you think about the paycheck that will come out of whatever if it's the if it's night one main event of this year's WrestleMania. Punk versus Seth Rollins. A, Punk gets his main event. And B, people are going to tune in. Yeah. You are going to get the live dollars. You are going to get the streaming dollars. You are going to get people buying the pay-per-view because they don't have the Peacock. You are going to make money. You are going to have people tailgating outside the arena just to hear the audience, just to be close Uh. to the event. So you think maybe Punk wins the Rumble and challenges Seth, or because I don't, I don't know about Cody winning the Rumble again. No, I think Punk wins the Rumble, challenges Seth on night one. 
or doesn't even come out and say who he's challenging. Like Punk comes out the next Raw, and then Seth comes in right on his heels and basically does this whole angle of like, you don't have a decision to make. I think we already know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to see you in Philly and I'm going to kick your ass. So Punk and Rollins, and Roman then I, and Cody. Roman and Cody too. Drew and Jay. Drew and Jay. I was, I was really hoping for Jay and Jimmy though. No, that'll be Jay and Jimmy. Jay and Drew will fight in a chamber. They'll get like a one and one or they'll do the chamber because the chamber's in Perth, Australia or this year. maybe they'll just have one of those you know, blood matches, rivalry matches that's not part of the Rumble, but it's on the Rumble show. Oh, yeah. That. A one-on-one at the Rumble. Yeah, just like a little one-off thing. Because Jay gets a title shot this next Monday, and that pissed Drew off. Yeah. Yeah, so they're definitely building that. I think yeah. this, this story should be Jimmy and Jay, because they've not done anything with that. Like, they've, mm-hmm. there's been a couple of kicks here and there, and then that was it. So there's some loose ends there. And, I mean, it is the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. That's perfect time to do something of that caliber. And in brother, the city of brotherly love. And you know what people aren't talking about now? The Rock. Oh, is Rock going to come back and do something with, with Roman? Care, or whoever? CM Punk's back. Probably not. We don't need him. No. Now? No. Now so. we don't need him. Could have used him when the strike was going on. But, but we don't really need him now. So, yeah, I think your two main events, your night one main event is Seth and Punk. Your night two main event is Cody finally beating Roman Reigns. I think that's, I think that's probably what I'm going to go with, too, I think. But yeah. it's a long ways away. It is. Oh. Uh, and I could, see, I could see Orton or Sammy entering oh, into yeah. a program with uh, uh, Shinsuke. And see, I forgot about Orton. And yeah. we've also got LA Knight running around. There's a lot going Orton on. Orton could pass the torch to LA. Be like, but I mean, that's going to be him. tough because who do the fans cheer for? They're both over. Yeah. I don't know, man. We have, and here's the thing is, is, we usually say like, oh, there's so many people on the, on the on the roster. What do you do even with a two night WrestleMania? There's now there's so many stars on the roster. What do you do with a two night WrestleMania? I don't think you go to three nights. Don't no. Don't no. don't don't go to three nights. No. Um, but yeah, like there's so many directions I could take, and this WrestleMania is bound to be a fantastic wrestlemania because of all the stars on the card no matter where you put them and because wrestling is so hot right now yes the stories being told in and outside of the ring are some of the best that have been told in decades so i'm excited where we're at in the wrestling industry and it is great to be a fan uh and to speak on aew i absolutely thoroughly enjoy the stuff that mjf's fantastic uh the stuff he's doing with Michael Cole, with Michael Cole, with uh, Adam Cole, uh, is is hilarious. Uh, I would imagine that the the rate they're going, the story they're leading towards, is that it's Adam Cole that's been turning the devil. The devil character is probably Adam Cole. 
but breaking up the brothers, the best friends, you have to break up the best friends. But MJF is is doing some fantastic stuff. I know that his contract is running out, and there's all this speculation. Mm. I would imagine since he's champion still and now the longest reigning AEW, I bet he resigns with AEW, especially since Punk's back with WWE. Well, he said in the past, it depends on how uh, far they're willing to go on the paycheck. Yeah. So. And you know, the snowman Tony Khan will. Tony Khan will claim that he will be able to top any offer. And I'm, I guess he probably could, but. Well, the new management for WWE, they're not lacking in funds. So, nope. It'll be not, interesting not to we, see. Now that we have TKO money. So, what if MJF becomes the highest paid wrestler in history just because of everything that's going on? <laughs> I mean, it could be. He could be. Yeah. Absolutely. But this has been great. Ladies and gentlemen, nerds and nerdettes, CM Punk back in the WWE, Orton back, our truth back. We are about to get. Onto the exit ramp that leads us to the road to WrestleMania. So ready. Best time of the year 100%. to be a wrestling fan. Yep. It's from Survivor Series to, to May. Yep. Just the best time. And that's the thing that I'll say about Triple H's time is he made the downtime awesome. Yeah. Every we event's been bigger say, and better well, than here the comes last. Downtime. We typically are like, oh, here comes downtime. Yeah. We'll see you at Rumble. No, not anymore. Thank you, Triple H. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Much love. How do y'all feel, those wrestling fans? If you're not a wrestling fan, sorry for talking for an hour. Exciting. You should be one. Being exciting and nerding out about wrestling. You should be one. It's a great time to be one. If you're not a wrestling fan, the other things we talked about, follow Fanboy Expo on Facebook and Instagram. Go to the event. It's fantastic. They have worked on fixing some of the issues from last year yeah. because of attendance. It's just so high now for this event that, again, great problem to have. But it brought some situ- issues, and they did the work to fix it. So we're sure going to have more, more ways to, to enter, and we're going to have the entire building to ourselves. So the nerds are taking over that weekend. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date. Like their stuff. Share their stuff. Uh, leave us a review. If you like 30 and Nerdy, if you're just tuning in, we hope that you will hit that uh, follow button on the podcast and hit that bell to be notified whenever new 30 and Nerdy content pops up. And if uh, you don't, then go away. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, my friend? That is it. Sweet. I am... Ready to, I don't know. No doubt about it. I'm ready to be heard again. I, yep. (laughs) Uh, Nope. That's, that's it. It's great talking wrestling. Exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Wrestling's great. I'll see you at Batman and Robin. Redemption? Question mark. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in, nerds. Be careful out there. Stay kind to yourselves. Stay kind to each other. And as always, cheers to you. Two dudes who met back in college Nobody loved pop culture more So they started a podcast to talk all about it And 30 and Nerdy was born Oh, 30
shows like The Witcher or movies like Lord of the Rings. And if Josh has to choose, he is loyal to Marvel, while Tyler goes more for DC. Yes, Tyler goes more for DC. Now come, come, one and all, nerd up or shut up, just answer the call to be part of our journey into magical worlds. Join us and cheers to ya nerds. Join us and cheers to ya nerds.